Sawate de Skibbly, and welcome again to another episode of Latin in Layman's. Today is April 6, 2023. I hope everybody's doing super well. Um, right as rain, however you want to call it and or describe it. Um, but yeah, before we actually dive in, we're going to be discussing and etymologizing a list of 20 really highfalutin words that I thought and or very interesting words in our vocabulary that you can implement in your own vernacular um, whenever. So if you are curious and you want to expand your vocabulary, you want to understand some words and listen, you guys, like maybe you might use these words. Maybe you would only use them with a certain amount of people. But think about it makes me think of the quote from the poem If by Rudyard Kipling. And I don't remember it verbatim, but it goes along 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 the lines of, you know, if you can keep your head when, you know, all's about you, when uh, they're put on, gosh, I'm trying to, trying to remember it from my memory, but it talks, there's a part about it where the mom is talking to her son and saying how, um, you know, you'll be a man uh, as well by being able to both converse and squabble with the paupers as well as be with the kings, you know, maybe, maybe you might only use these words in a certain, you know, environment. And that's, that's really what it's all about, right? We wear faces throughout our lives. We wear a face for work. We wear faces for home, for family, for individuals. When we go out to parties for our friends, our closer friends versus our more distant acquaintances, maybe, or our coworkers or colleagues. So just consider that. Think about that and think about how, you know, some of these words are, yeah, they are highfalutin. They are kind of a little hoity-toity and they might sound a little convoluted and or they might make you seem or you they might make you think they they make you seem kind of um you know egotistical and it's not really about that don't think about that and don't worry about that because that's really not why you know i do this because i want people to take my speech seriously and sometimes when you use larger words to explain certain things you kind of hypnotize people and i don't mean that in a bad way but people really you know, if you know your stuff and you can show it critically through the language that you use, um, people give you a lot more credit. Like when I was working as a physical therapy assistant, you know, I'm just a young guy. I was 20, 23 at the time, 24, um, you know, talking, especially with the advanced population, right? In the medical field, that's what we refer to as older individuals, you know, to get their buy-in, especially with me being such a younger guy, sometimes I had to explain things both in a very scientific way, a very, you know, <clears throat> formulated way, but also in a way where um, they could understand it, right? Because if you can also explain in both a very highfalutin way with the kings, but also explain that very same thing with the paupers, then at the end of the day, you really have a great understanding of what you're talking about. I mean, at the end, just think about that. So, yeah, consider it and think about that. And one other thing that I actually want to talk about, because I was reading some stats here and I... I forget the verbatim statistics percentage-wise, but I'm going to try and throw out some random numbers, and anybody can kind of correct me if I'm wrong, but I know that I'm really close because I was reading how those that start a podcast, um, it's a gigantic percentage of people don't make it past three episodes, like 90-some percentage. And of those, of that percentage, 
of people that don't make it past three, 99% of those uh, that make it past three don't make it past 20. So if you make it past 20 and you're trying to do a podcast, um, you are of the creme de la creme, upper echelon, minute few. And that's what it's all about, you guys. I mean, like, the more I do this and the more I kind of talk to people about it and the more I get both flack as well as support from people, you know, I get it from both sides, especially with something as kind of niche and esoteric as a Latin and or etymology and or just linguistics language podcast. Um, You know, the more I just want to consider these things because um, you, you can do it too, right? I started this. I'm still doing it. I'm of, uh, I'm, I'm at the ripe episodes of, if I pull up my Apple podcast, it'll show the amount. I'm going to do that right now. Actually, I've currently released 179 episodes and it'll be 180 once this one comes out. I mean, and I've also deleted quite a few of my very first episodes when I was definitely not that great. Um, and I had like some kind of cheesy background music playing in the background, but, um, you know, it's really bad. Like I said, just keeping that going, putting in the reps and doing it, it's practice, right? Practice. It doesn't make perfect. Sometimes it makes perfect, but it makes permanent, right? And what makes permanent is that momentum as that momentum is made permanent and, or it's set in stone, right? The more you keep on going, the more you're going to want to keep on going as Newton very well iterated in his second law of motion. Things tend tend to stay in motion unless they're hit by some sort of external force, in which case it's going to make it stop. So, and I believe that's the second one. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Think about it. If you really are considering something like this, or if you just have some things that you want to share, or maybe if you want to just use it as kind of like a vocal journal, and then you post it and you know what, it's for you, right? I mean, you could just record these things and never even post them. And they can just be like, kind of like floating there, but they could be like kind of these cathartic things that you're kind of working through and talking about. It's kind of like how I talked about in my Q and a, um, prior, the more that I've talked about these things and the more I've talked about it, I've talked about my life with a therapist and just kind of like fleshing these things out, sifting through my mind, I'm starting to kind of uncover things that I have forgotten for so, so, so long. Um, and it's really about kind of diving deeper, right? It's about understanding your past. It's not about dwelling in it. It's not about rehashing it and trying to be like, what was me kind of thing, but it's about understanding it because sometimes we don't remember a lot of our history and we don't, when we don't remember our history, we can definitely make, um, bad decisions in repeating it and, or making it rhyme and, or doing the things that we had done in the past that maybe led us almost to rock bottom. Um, maybe we're doing it them again or something like that, you know, like just consider that anything that you do, just do it for yourself and for the, the flourishment of your mind and your soul and your body and your health, whether that be physical or mental. So I don't know, you know, I mean, like this is pretty niche y'all thinking about it. If you guys are listening to this right now, you guys are really, I mean, you, you guys are a part of a crowd of people that are really willing and wanting to, to grow. And you should really give yourselves a pat on the back because not a lot of people want to do that anymore. Um, 
man, oh my gosh, I I rarely go on TikTok, but when I do, I realize why I don't go on there and throw out comments because, oh my gosh, I decided to, the, I came across one TikTok where it was this like kind of like millennial dude talking about how he quit his job and he's never been the happiest in his life and that he talked about content as being happy. And I'm like, all right, whatever, like, great. You're, you're, you're happy because you quit your job. You're happy because you, like, I don't know, like, I would probably, I was very happy over spring break, not having to do my job, but like some things that we, we kind of just have to do in this life and we got to put in the reps and we got to show up even though we don't want to a lot of the time. I mean, that's my students doing school. They got to show up. They got to do that even though they don't want to be there. Sometimes I got to go to work and I don't want to be there. It's just like, I feel like a lot of people nowadays are just like really whiny. They're really like, just like, man. So all I said, all I said was, um, in my opinion, and this is my opinion. That's why I said that I, I, I prefaced it with, in my opinion, contentment isn't happiness. And my God, I have never been attacked so quickly. I remember reopening TikTok like 30 minutes later, and I had a slew of comments from all these people just like destroying me. And like, I was like, oh my God, this is why I really don't really want to get like traction on TikTok or anything like that. But even so, I was like so ber berated for something that I felt like I was very innocuous that I thought I said. Um, because I don't think contentment is happiness because if you're content, you are not moving forward. You are not progressing. You are happy where you are at. And maybe that is happiness for certain people, but it's not for me. Happiness is moving forward. And that's why I, I prefaced it with my opinion. But you know what? People like to take my opinion and they like to make it, make you think that your opinion is wrong and they want you to know that. And they want to make you understand that because if you don't, you're stupid. And I, I just can't stand that kind of, you know, discourse because it's not discourse. It's just a diatribe. It's just throwing things at you. It's just berating you. And so I was like, all right. And I just deleted my comment. I was like, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to look at any of these comments. I'm not going to get negative about something that I know that I just shared out of the, you know, just my understanding of the world. And those that I see that are content are not really happy. They are content with being content. And that is their choice. Not mine, though. And probably not yours. Because you're listening to this podcast. And probably that dude that quit his job and was really happy is probably going to run through all this money. And he's going to move back into his parents' basement. Because that's what he's going to do. Because he doesn't want to work. Because he is a baby. He, uh, the dude was a baby, honestly. I could have said a lot of harsher things on my comment that would have been true. But you know what? All I said was, in my opinion, contentment isn't happiness. And maybe maybe it is to you guys, and that's okay. Uh, please don't at me for it. I mean, that's your thing, and I, I support you in that, but it's not my thing. So anyways, let's get into these 20-some words. The 20 words, not more or less. Um, and we're going to talk about also a little bit of some nuances because the prefixes are going to include in, ill, or im, right? Because they can, in can assimilate to ill or im depending on the consonant that it runs into, like something like impossible versus inaccessible versus illogical. All of those, right, have the prefix in, ill, or im referring to not. 
okay? Not in or into or anything like that. In, in the Greek sense, is not. So let's get into it. Let's talk about it. And let's etymologize. Okay, our first word that we have here is abstruse, which is an adjective. Really refers to difficult to understand and or obscure. Um, it comes from the etymology derived from the Latin abstrusus, meaning concealed. So something that's difficult to understand is rather concealed, in my opinion. This is also where we get something like abstract, right? It's kind of concealed within its abstract nature. Very esoteric. Second word, ambrosial, which is also an adjective. It refers to being divinely fragrant, coming from the etymology derived in the Greek sense, ambrodos, meaning immortal. So and f uh, it's funny, divinely fragrant. Um, meaning immortal, I guess, uh, yeah. Third one, auspicious, adjective, um, referring to of good omen, right? Something that is promising is auspicious in nature, coming from the Latin auspicium, meaning divination. The fourth one, ballyhoo, ballyhoo, spelled B-A-L-L-Y-H-O-O. Uh, this was, I thought, just an interesting one, which is a noun, refers to an exagger exaggerated promotion or um, or uh, publicity comes from the etymology derived from um, the Irish, uh, which I'm not going to try and pronounce actually because I have zero clue. It's spelled B E A L space A T H A space Balethu. I don't know, meaning mouth of the ford of the yew tree and i didn't really look into the etymology of the yew tree but i'm assuming that uh well exaggerated promotion i don't know maybe it's a, a tree that well, i don't know look it up <laughs> i'm just giving you the word this time around number five uh benighted this is uh, an adjective referring to unenlightened and or ignorant. Um, it comes from the Middle English benite, meaning uh, nightfall. So somebody that is, well, when nightfall comes, you can't really see. Everything's rather much more obscure, making it rather, well, I guess you're ignorant to your surroundings. Number six, bifurcate, which is a verb. Um, this refers to... Um, to divide into two branches or parts of etymology derived from the Latin bifurcatio, meaning to divide into two. Um, number seven, bloviate, uh, to speak pompously of etymology derived from the Latin blovadius, meaning to blow out. Number eight, brouhaha, a confused noise, uproar, or a hubbub. Coming from the etymology of the French brouhaha, meaning a confused noise. Number nine, cacophony, which is a noun, which is a harsh and unpleasant sound of etymology derived from the Greek cacophonia, referring to ill-sounding, right? Kakos, bad, phonia, sound. Number 10, conflagration. Conflagration refers to a large destructive fire. Um... It comes from the etymology conflagratio, meaning a burning together. It is a participial phrase. Number 11 is delirious. 
Um, and I also want to take a moment here because I realized that I was talking about how we were going to be going into the prefixes in, ill, and im. Um, I actually did that on a, or I, I actually have done these both together. So I kind of, I guess I, I kind of got tripped up here because these are the 27 most interesting words just riffing off of what I thought were interesting and highfalutin in nature. And then I'm going to do another episode referring, riffing off of all im, in, ill, and so on and so forth and talking about how I have a gripe with inflammation because it doesn't really mean that you're not in flames. It really means that you are in flames, but etymologically, it doesn't really make sense. So there's that little uh, side tangent there as we dive into our next one for number 11, delirious, which is an adjective, um, a wild uh, uh, or a state of wild excitement, really, coming from the Latin deliare. Deliare. There we go, Liam. Let's go. Meaning to be out of one's mind, aka delirious. Next one, number 12, disingenuous, which is an adjective. It's not straightforward or candid, coming from the etymology derived from the Latin, meaning unnatural, disingenuous, disingenuous. Number 13, effervescent which is bubbly or lively in nature. It's an adjective derived from the Latin effervescere, effervescere, meaning to boil up, essentially. Number 14, elucidate or elucidate. Uh, no, it's elucidate, uh, which is a verb to make clear and or explain coming from the etymology elucidare or the elucidare meaning to make light of. Number 15, epiphany. Epiphany, which is a noun, a sudden intuitive revelation of a truth. A truth essentially is what I think it is. Etymologically, it's derived from the Greek epiphiana, uh, meaning manifestation. So it's uh, epi meaning upon and then phanin. Oh man, I think that means to bear but I forget exactly what's bared upon, essentially, a.k.a. the manifestation itself. Um, but I could be incorrect in that suffix of what feinin is. Number 16, however, is fatuous. Fatuous is an adjective referring to silly, foolish, uh, or stupid. Of the etymology derived from the Latin fatus, meaning foolish. Number 17, of fulminate. This is a verb which means to act or speak with vehement denunciation. Okay, vehement denunciation is uh, what I thought was very important to uh, to highlight there, because it's derived from derived. I'm sorry, from the Latin fulminare, meaning to hurl lightning. Uh, fulmin fulminis is the noun version, which just means lightning. Um, it's what Zeus holds, right? He holds himself a lightning. And he throws all over the place. Next one, number 18, grandiloquent. Grandiloquent, well, I see that loquor in there. Loquor means to speak in Latin. Grandiloquent, which is an adjective, refers to pompous or bombastic in speech, of which case you probably sound grand, uh, grandiloquent if you're using grandiloquent, but maybe you're using it with the right audience. Of etymology, coming from the Latin grandiloquos, uh, meaning speaking grandly, a.k.a. loquor, meaning to speak, and grandio, grandly. There you go.
Number 19, harang, which is a noun, a long, passionate, or vehement speech of etymology uh, from the French harangueur, meaning to address. <clears throat> Last one we have here, in broglio. Broglio is a noun, a complicated and confused situation. Uh, coming from the Italian imbrogliare, which actually sounds very Latin as well, meaning to confuse. So if you didn't know, now you know with, well, broglio probably means to know and im means to not. So if uh, you are imbroglio, you are not knowing, aka confused. I'm guessing on that, though. I actually don't know what broglio is in the Italian sense, but how about let's take a moment and let's see. How interesting. I just check here, and what we've got for broglio in the Italian sense refers to intrigue. So if we have im, im, im broglio, we have not intrigued, a.k.a. in this case, um, I wouldn't be intrigued if I was in a complicated or confused situation either. Anyways, I will provide all these words within the show, show notes with their definitions as well as their etymological de definitions. So there you go. If you learned something new and uh, yeah, all that good stuff, I appreciate you guys, especially if you always get to the end. Um, thank you guys. Uh, and consider the things that I said at the beginning of the episode because maybe you're thinking about it. And I want to urge you guys because... It's never too late, and I want you guys to know that because um, I've found myself saying that before, and then I proved myself wrong because it really is never too late, and you are really your own limiting factor when it comes to that. So with that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Tempo says to scatter it.